1: And I'm Mike Gilland and with me in the studio is Mark Goldstein back again. Welcome, Mark. I'm like a plague. You can't get rid of me. <laughs> no. uh, that's just, the best kind of plague right Just call
2: there. me COVID.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. No, there'll be somebody trying to come up with a vaccine to take you out. No, well, we're not going to do that. <laughs>
2: but you know, the thing is, when I'm a guest on the show, you don't see me for a couple more weeks. Well,
1: <laughs> that's true, but I, we like you, Mark. Yeah. And we're so grateful that you're a part, not only a part of my program today, but in a bigger way, you're part of The Shepherd And some of the exciting things that we're going to be talking about is the fact that you are going to be, in August, starting your own radio program on the weekends. It is. This program is going to be on Saturdays at 10.05 in the morning. Saturday mornings at 10.05, following the news. Really going to be exciting. It's going to be an interview program. I've seen your short list. Mark, it's really going to be a lot of fun.
2: It'll be a great time to... Kick back, get a cup of coffee and turn on the radio or turn on the computer and uh, get get some real, real good help.
1: The name of the show is going to be The Shepherd at Work. Yes. And it's going to be about basically a kingdom mindset in the whole business world.
2: It, it is. And I mean, the reality is the marketplace is kind of the last great uh, evangelistic
1: opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: When kids are in school, they don't have to listen to their teachers. They don't have to listen to their parents. The fact is they don't have to listen to their pastors. But when they get a job somewhere, they have to listen to their boss.
1: If they're going to keep the job, they do. Exactly.
2: And the wonderful thing is, is that we have a lot of Christian business owners that really don't know how to express their Christianity in their marketplace. They think there's a lot of things they think they can't do, and they're wrong. There's things that they can do, mm-hmm. and so what we're going to do is we're going to take time and just unpackage every week how to be salt and light in your business, in at home, in the community, at work, uh, how to get the message out mm-hmm. in a very positive way where you where people can use their occupation. That's right, as their calling.
1: You know, this has a spillover effect even beyond business. So you, if you have a, a student, let's say, that's hearing this, they can apply these same principles in their relationship with their teachers, with their fellow students, or if, uh, if it's in a family, you can apply it to members of your family. But that whole thing about representing the Lord in the marketplace is not only biblical, it is just downright practical. Because that really is, I mean, you know, I love this picture, Mark, we came up with years ago. I say we, I don't know who it was that first ever said this, but on Monday morning, uh, church goes to work. You know, we think of church, off times, as being relegated only to a Sunday morning service. But when we come home from that service, if your church has a Sunday night service, uh, same thing, You, you go to bed that night, you get up on Monday morning what happens? The church goes to work or the church goes to the market, uh, literally like the grocery store, or maybe it goes to a bridge club or whatever it is that you're doing. If you're a believer, wherever you go, there's a sense that the church is being represented there. And that is especially true in the marketplace because we most working adults, they'll spend at least eight hours. That's one third of their every day in that spot. That is an evangelistic field.
2: It it very much is. So, and you know, the other thing, when you're out there, we're warriors. So we're going to talk about how to protect yourself or how to equip or be equipped. Like for example, putting on the full armor of God. Mm -hmm. What does that look like? Yeah. But we're going to talk about, like, for example, if you're a business owner and you want to hire Christians, you can't, your HR will tell you, you can't ask. You can't even ask somebody where they're going to go to church or where they go to church. You can't even ask if they're going to get if they're planning on having babies. There's a lot of things you're not allowed to ask. But there are ways that if you're a Christian business owner, there are ways to kind of identify if somebody you're, you're a prospect is, in fact, mm-hmm. a, a Christian. Mm-hmm. And we'll explain that. We'll bring people on from HR, Christians in HR, that help businesses understand how to do
1: that. Oh, that sounds very helpful to anyone, really. And I think in this whole thing about HR, when people hear it, it is very confusing to a lot of people. And it is almost, it's it's almost like a troubling thought to have to deal with all of the political correctness that's happened inside of our workplaces in this day and age. I mean, you just read the headlines off of just about any digital news site or a newspaper, And you're going to find something somewhere about a change that's happening that has to do with either gender or it has to do with, uh, you know, your personal stance on this. Thank goodness there's a lot of positive news that's come out. The Supreme Court with Coach Kennedy, I believe his name was, out uh, in the far west uh, when he was basically just going to the 50-yard line after a football game. He's a coach in high school. And he would go to the fifty-yard line, and he would kneel, and a, a lot of students started watching him. They wanted to be a part of it, mm-hmm. so they would go. Well, not only did they stop him from doing it, they fired him, and obviously that uh, didn't stop there. It went all the way to the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Our our friend Matt Staver was involved in all of that, and uh, won a big victory. And you know, now we'll see what happens with that, but. This day and age where they're telling us what we can and can't do, we really need to be equipped in some ways. And it sounds like your program is going to help people be equipped.
2: And you mentioned Matt Staver. He's on my short list yeah. for guests. Yeah. And uh, so I'd love to have Matt on to just, again, help, give people that the big picture view. Maybe we'll have him on for two shows.
1: You know, I've, I've met Matt up in Gainesville when I was living in Gainesville on the steps of the courthouse and that's where I first met him and we became Facebook friends. And then when I moved back to Orlando, one of the uh, first contacts that I made after being back down here in 19 was uh, with Liberty Council and, and getting Matt on my program. And he's been on several times, many times. And Holly Mead as well over there, The she'd be a great guest for mm-hmm. you because she deals with things uh, that are in the communication field and yeah. it's, she's just awesome. So this is really going to be a fun thing. I'm really looking forward to it. It will begin for Saturday in August. It will. And we'll just shortly now, we'll have all the details out on some promos. You'll be able to hear it. Uh, and uh, we'll we'll put that out on social media as well. Something to be watching for. Mark Goldstein. Mark, there's just a few things going on in America <laughs> that has a lot of people. They, they They have a lot of people riled up. Man. Think of of what's going on. What comes to your mind when you think of the stuff that's out in the news right now? What's the first thing that hits your mind?
2: Uh, Satan is alive and well and is the master illusionist. Mm. He had, look, uh, what the master illusionist does, he doesn't have any magical powers. He has sleight of hand. He uses human nature against us. So what a master illusionist will do is create a lot of uh, chaos uh, in in an area to get get us focusing on it, kind mm-hmm. of focus on politics, on the personalities, this that and the other. And while we're focusing on that, this nameless, faceless entity that is not found on Wikipedia or any place else, they're actually calling the shots, they're pulling the strings, mm-hmm. and that's that's Satan, that's the 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 beast power out there. But they want us beaten up on each other and not focusing on the the you know we're we're looking at symptoms yeah we're not focusing on the cause
1: you know there are um, a lot of people that do sleight of hand stuff yeah. and they do that by distracting their victim if you will that's right <laughs> the person on whom they're playing their trick they'll do something that takes the attention momentarily away even though that guy thinks he's watching with bright eyes and. Uh, aware of everything, it's so easy, isn't it, to get distracted and miss the exact thing that really is going on while we're watching for something else.
2: Here's a quiz. All of you out there that are listening, this morning, what did you do first? Did you open up a news app, turn on the TV to watch the news, or did you get into your Bible to get godly mm-hmm. wisdom? Mm-hmm. That's the difference between living in the kingdom of man and the kingdom of God. We start our day out in the kingdom of God. We get godly wisdom. We get discernment. We get what we need for the day. And then we go out yeah. and you know, we immerse ourselves in the stuff that's going on in the world. But we're, we're powered up first.
1: I think often of Charles Spurgeon's quote where he said, every morning it is my aim. And this is not an exact quote, but it's going to be a close one. Every morning it is my aim to let my first glance be into the eyes of the Lord Mm -hmm. rather than looking at the things of the world. And boy, how true that is. And I'm just as guilty, honestly, Mark. I can be as guilty because my phone is my alarm clock and I can see something that's alert. I have to really work at this. I mean, I think we all do. We have to work at making sure that our first aim every morning is to spend some time with the Lord.
2: And we need filters. Uh, you know, your automobile has a filter uh, for the oil, for the gas. Everything has a filter to kind of block out the impurities to keep it from coming in. Air filters, water filters, you you name it. Where are our filters? What when we get up and when we go through the day, are we filtering? everything that's all the input that's coming on us. Mm -hmm. Are we filtering that through the word of God? Are we filtering that through our relationship with him? That's really what it comes down to. What kind of filters have we put in place and what have we not changed or cleaned for a while?
1: Mm, That's great. That's really true. It's a great analogy too. Uh, This uh, whole thing of shepherd at work is going to be a weekly program and our good friend mark goldstein uh, you know mark when i think about your experience in business uh, as m- well as i know you and as closely as i work together there are still things that i realize i've never really asked you about your business background your acumen what what you started off i know that you've done radio uh, sales for a while and obviously you're in my mind a very good salesperson and you handle the chamber that was like a full-time job forever for you, and you've done that. What was your first, coming out of school or whatever, what was your first job? Um,
2: <laughs> actually, my first job was while I was in school. I mean, I was 14 years old, and I was cleaning apartments and making more money than my parents.
1: What? <laughs> your parents?
2: <laughs> my parents worked for the Social Security Administration. Oh, okay. And back then, they may have made maybe 6000 a year. And I was cleaning apartments. I was getting ten dollars for a uh, a one bedroom and fifteen dollars for a two bedroom and After I got home from school, I was in the apartments. We lived in the complex, uh, so they hired me. yeah, like I said, I was making more money take home than than my parents. Oh my goodness <laughs> but that was my first one i I ended up uh, joining the Air Force uh and enlisting in the air force. Uh, I was in the Air Force about nine years. Uh, got out, went to college, or finished college. Well,
1: let's go back for the Air Force. Uh, <laughs> air Force. What did you do in you know, for nine years? That's that's longer than a typical you know, recruitment period. There.
2: I worked on airplanes. I worked on navigational equipment, electronics on on various aircraft and in the inventory. Traveled uh, all over the world. Lived in some pretty nice places. What kind of
1: planes were you in?
2: Everything. I, I worked on almost every air airplane in the air force inventory because right because i was stationed in SAC, and they had the big planes and then in TAC, and they had the small fighter planes and uh transportation and everything so yeah it what's the
1: coolest plane you've ever gone up in c5 oh wow uh i mean c5 is that's the transport one right right that's the cargo big, big old big old baby
2: right i mean you you could have a uh, you can have a weather system inside of one of those things. I mean, it it is just huge. You cannot believe that that thing can get in the air.
1: Uh huh. It. I've seen them go yeah. up, and it's almost yeah. boggles your mind. There, it's really big. Lots of wheels on the bottom of it, and those are those are fun planes. What is the fastest plane you've ever gone in? Um,
2: I've. The fastest one I've never gone is all, most of them. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, when you talk about the little fighters and uh-huh. stuff, now I, I you, wasn't. You weren't I mean, in those. No, the, actually, I take that back. C5 was a wonderful, big airplane, but the most fascinating was the B-52. And uh-huh. they're still using them. I mean, it has long, Have long Have you gone up space. in one of those? I've gone up in one of those. Oh, my word. But the, the thing is, when when you... What's most impressive is looking at it from the outside Yeah. because when it takes off, the wings are so long and you have eight engines on this thing. When it takes off, the wings are bent down and I mean, you can see it. It, I mean, it is, they're physically bent down.
1: The marvels of engineering, huh?
2: When they land, the wings are facing up.
1: Oh my goodness. The bend in this thing is amazing. How does that happen? How can they be how can that metal be that flexible?
2: I have no idea. <laughs> wow.
1: That's crazy. Well that's really a neat story. Now there's some there are two facts right there about Mark Goldstein that I did not know before. And that's pretty cool. 9 years in the Air Force. Thank you for your service. Thank you. So when you got out, you went to college on the GI bill, I assume. I did. Yeah, and that's it, really it was, a nice benefit.
2: Well, it was the Vietnam era, so it, mm-hmm. it was there it was a lot more money proportionally. It was a lot more then than it is now.
1: Where are the countries that you visited when you were in the service?
2: Uh, all of Europe. Um, I I lived in the Netherlands, so I traveled in every. I visited and spent time in every Western Western Europe country yeah. at the uh-huh. time.
1: Wow! So, and, what about in the uh, Far East? No. Never Didn't went to the there. Far East. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, it was Europe, and then uh, uh, here in Florida, I was in uh, Eglin, uh, uh-huh. up in the Panhandle. Yeah, that's
1: beautiful up there.
2: My my worst assignment was South Dakota, Rapid City, South Dakota. Uh,
1: that's kind of hot and uh, just desolate up there.
2: Well, and in the winter, it's cold. Yeah, and that's desolate. true. Yeah. It, uh, it was the first time I experienced seventy below.
1: Oh my goodness! With
2: a little bit of wind chill.
1: Oh wow. <laughs> You know, speaking of hot, my son in uh, Fort Worth the other night at 8:15 uh, in the evening, in Fort Worth, 111 air temperature.
2: Whoa!
1: Yeah, we're in a heat wave, heat wave right now, and England is really feeling it too. London's under the heat, so uh, man, it's it's uh, really really hot around. Take care of yourself, everyone. My guest today is Mark Goldstein. Mark is. The uh, guy that we talk about often, he's a great connector of people, been a friend to our network since we began our uh, journey here in Orlando in 2019 and uh, has been a a real stay for us. Now uh, he's going to be the host of his own program. We'll talk more about that coming up in just a moment. This is Afternoons with Mike. EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat serves all your comfort needs with over 40 years' experience. EC Waters is a top-trained comfort specialist, earning customers for life with integrity. No wonder EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat has earned a 4.6 or higher out of 5 rating and reviews across all major online platforms. For all your comfort needs, call 407-603-9144 or visit ecwaters.com. If you are nearing 65 years of age and need to compare Medicare supplement plans, here is great news. You can speak to a licensed professional independent insurance agent at Affordable One Insurance in Orlando. You'll find them to be so trustworthy and helpful. And at Affordable One, there is no cost or obligation for your call. Comparing plans can be confusing. Get the help you need at Affordable One. Call 407 965 4166. That's 407 965 4166. If you've considered the natural beauty of a wood floor, then go with a winner. Ability Wood Flooring has been a trusted source and family-owned and operated since 1950. Ability Wood Flooring is voted best of the best and are featured on A&E's Zombie House Flipping. Ability proudly works with Florida's top builders, winning many awards in the Parade of Homes. Get a free design consultation today, AbilityWoodFlooring.com. Thank you for joining us again on the program today. Afternoons with Mike here on The Shepherd. My guest, Mark Goldstein. Mark has been on so many times and every time it's so much fun. And when we sit here, it's, the time passes by so quickly. Mm. Uh, Mark is one of the easiest people to talk to. I would say one of the most beloved business people in the Central Florida area. Uh, I've joked with Mark all the time. I've told him, I said, Mark, you know Everybody. And Mark says, I only know the people that you need to know. And that's, that's the way it has been. But man, it has been fun. And thank you for your investment into Florida. I know you've been around a long time.
2: Well, Mike, what has actually, what drew me to the shepherd was years ago. As you mentioned, I was the president of the Central Florida Christian Chamber. Mm-hmm. Just really immersed in the business community in Central Florida and how, and, and kingdom you know, the, the whole kingdom life in business. And that that's where I really swam for a lot of years. And in doing that uh, at the chamber, you meet a lot of nonprofit organizations. And the reality is, Mike, without the faith-based nonprofit organizations in Central Florida, mm-hmm. the the social, spiritual, um, economic landscape horizon would change overnight. We would not be. The city beautiful. Well, the, the challenge is, though, with these nonprofits, they have to do so much with so little. And, you know, people don't tend to think, well, I can't do this, but who can I support? Mm-hmm. They can do it. Again, what what really attracted me to the shepherd is that is the philosophy. that That is what the station is all about is building the community through building business uh, and and building the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And uh, so in, in that, looking at how we can, how can we be a bigger blessing to those nonprofits?
1: And you've brought a wonderful initiative uh, to the forefront that we're introducing, and we're going to talk about it right now. And that is the Central Florida Community Builders. Mm-hmm. It, we do re- recognize that we have a wonderful community of people. The Christian Chamber, as strong as it is and as big of an attendance as that draws and commands this year, they're having, we've already had Crystal Parker up here with you. And mm-hmm. we talked about the fall event that's coming with that, the Expo. Right. And they're bringing in really a, a top singer, Mac Powell, mm-hmm. the lead singer of uh, Third Day, is going to be mm-hmm. here. At the Christian uh, Chamber Expo mm-hmm. at First Baptist, it's going to be a wonderful time. But this whole thing of uh, the Christian community really does need to stand behind each other and realize that we are living, we're, seeing, we're kind of like those trout that swims upstream or yeah. you know the different type of uh, t- fish that we see that, that goes counter flow. That's really what the, the Christian life is about. And uh, our nonprofits, our Christian nonprofits are are swimming up that stream, and we are wanting to help them. So there's a, a plan here now with this Central Florida community builders to do just that.
2: Many times our, our listeners will hear about challenges and they'll think, well, what can I do? Who do I help? uh and they don't know who who to do it who who to uh, to go to for that so what we're going to do is work with the nonprofits knowing that they have very little budgets and really hardly anything for promotion and media and things we're going to offer to promote their events absolutely free mm. and of course it'll be on a first come basis cuz we only have a certain amount of uh airtime Avails, slots yeah, uh-huh. so but uh, we're we're going to start. We've already reached out to uh, a handful of nonprofits to let them know. And but if you're listening, if you are part of a nonprofit uh, and you have an event coming up, please give us a call. You can call us at 407-484-3899. and uh, I'll be happy to talk to you about getting you on the air. And in fact, even sitting right here where I'm sitting right now mm-hmm. across from my gillen and talking <laughs> about your event. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and again, this is all because of the leadership at the shepherd who look at ministry over money and always look to do the right thing, the godly thing, the kingdom thing in the, in, in where we serve. And, it just blows me away. So I'm in a hundred percent.
1: You know, what I love about what I get to do, Mark, is uh, really summed up in the phrase that our owner gave me when we were discussing and talking about what a program like what I'm privileged to lead would look like. It's looking at life through the lens of a biblical worldview. That was the way that uh, it was presented to me. And I thought, Mm -hmm. man, that is spot on because that is the way yeah. that every believer is really called on in the Bible to live. We're to live. We're not, we're not of the world, but we are definitely in the world. Yeah. And now that we're in the world and we're living every day, we're to be his witnesses. Absolutely. So we're to look at life. We're to interpret life. We're to live out our, our dreams and aspirations as God gives them through the lens of a biblical worldview. And that's what these nonprofits that we're going to be helping are really trying to do as well. Absolutely. And since you
2: brought that up, I do want to throw out too that one of the, one of the ways our listeners can help us immensely is to tell their friends about the shepherd mm-hmm. and all the different, you know, the various ways. You can listen online, you can listen on your computer, you can listen on the radio. On the app exactly you can listen mm-hmm. everywhere but the fact is mike you interview local movers and shakers influencers in in both the the secular and spiritual aspects of the uh, you know of what's going on so you this is local content this is what's going on in our community and how people can engage and you give local news and things that that folks need to know so and honestly you're a breath of fresh air mike
1: well um, thank you
2: you know if you are a conservative there are and you want to hear conservative news there's certain outlets you go to if you're liberal and you want to hear that there's certain you go to papers the same way but i guarantee that when somebody tunes in to listen to afternoons with mike it's a breath of fresh air because wow. you're it's un Filtered, but it, it per se, but it's very much uh, balanced and
1: non-controversial.
2: You know, people, you can actually listen to your whole show. And not worry about your blood pressure going up.
1: I, I, there are times I've wondered about that. <laughs> because when you're talking about some of the things that we've had on, I know the times I've had Dave Zanotti on. He's a great guy. And like you said, he's, he's national, but he's also local. Because they have an office right in Central Florida at the uh, public square. And Dave has been a regular guest on my show, as have you. Mm. But uh, Dave, when we're on, we're talking about some of these things. Again, when we look at life today through the lens of a biblical worldview, that doesn't mean it's all just peachy king and you never have any problems and you never deal with things that could raise your blood pressure. But our goal is is to do all of that Mm. with hope and keeping and maintaining our eyes on the Lord in the process. Now that's the trick, isn't it? Is to live our life uh, walking forward, not looking backward all the time, walking forward with faith, yet dealing with things that shouldn't be. And I believe that we have to deal with a lot of things that shouldn't be the way they are right now.
2: Well, and it's not only content, but it's delivery. And those of you again, listening out there, how many of you would love to hear Mike read you a bedtime story at night. <laughs> I mean, to, to, just picture that. You know, you are, most everybody I've talked to that's ever been interviewed by you, you say he is the most easy person, easiest person to talk mm. to. And and it is, you have a very disarming, uh, embracing manner. Thank you. And, and an encouraging manner. So, you know, obviously anybody would love to sit and be interviewed by you.
1: Well, you're very kind and I'm blushing and I don't know what to say to all of this, but Actually, thank you. Actually, you that. are. I probably <laughs> am. And that's uh, Those that know me well, my friends would not be surprised <laughs> because I get, uh, I blush very easily, but uh, that was very kind and thank you. And I, I want you to know, Mark, that I really count this a, a privilege to get to do what I'm doing. You know, I spent 36 years in ministry and in a real way, said this many times. uh, What I'm able to do here is really a return to what was my first love in business, which was radio. Mm. I went into radio back just after Moses left the radio station. Right. (laughs) It seems that far back. Uh, Back in the early 70s, I started off and I was doing my very first time on the air was on a Christian station playing some gospel music that was Southern gospel music back in the day, but we thought it was contemporary. It's really was Southern gospel. This was even before contemporary music came out. And then I went from that into country music and I was in country music for years and I would sit and talk to all the country stars. They would come up. My hometown was Mm -hmm. kind of close to Nashville. So they'd come over and it was, it was really a lot of fun back in that day, but I never dreamed that I'd be getting to do what I'm getting to do today to talk to people like you, people I've had been privileged, as you know, I've talked to people like John Tesh and, uh, Senator Scott and Marco Rubio and Mike Lindell. So some names that people would know as well as local people, just like we had on Don Kirkendall, Mm -hmm. uh, yesterday he was on and I, I love them all equally. It's so much fun, but, uh, about six hundred interviews later, here we are and it's it's really a lot of fun to get to do this
2: and doing radio is difficult. I mean, I talk to people that make a living doing public speaking, and they chafe at doing radio. The big reason is is you can't make eye contact mm-hmm. with your listeners right now, we don't know if there's a hundred, a thousand, or ten thousand people that are listening. We also don't know. Who we're touching but the wonderful thing is is with Christian radio there are countless people out there that we may never meet but just something is said they hear something that may have, may rock their world and change their life right This is a very powerful, powerful medium that if done correctly can change the world or do-
1: changes the it life. does change the world our signal goes into the prisons that are all around Central Florida. And we know that for a fact. We've gotten letters from people who are listening. Talk about a captive audience. Uh, While you're right, we don't get to see their faces while we talk. We have to learn, those of us that are in this medium have to learn to be able to do that and connect with people without seeing them. And so it takes a a little bit of what uh, we used to call theater of the mind. So you, you know, I've done both now. I've spoken to people. I used to MC crowds at country music shows that would, that would be 10,000 people. So I've stood up on a stage. I I can say this, this is true. I introduced Dolly Parton to 10,000 people. And that was crazy. That was, that was crazy back in the day. Uh, And that was a lot of fun too. Conway Twitty, Loretta Lynn. So I've had those moments and then years of ministry where I'm actually looking at a congregation and Mm -hmm. now on radio, I don't see, I don't see any faces listening, but I often have a face like yours and we're sitting having a conversation.
2: You don't want a face like mine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Hey, you
2: know, I'm going to, let's do something a little bit fun. Okay. Um, if you're listening, and you just want to let us know you're listening, call my phone number, 407-484-3899, 407-484-3899, it'll go right, it'll go to my voicemail, and just say, I'm listening, I'm not going to capture your phone number, I'm not going it's not going to go into any database, but I tell you what, you'll just put a smile on Mike's face yeah, in that'd my be face great. today. So great. 407-484-3899, just call and, and, and just leave a message. I'm listening or take that number, text it and just say, I'm listening. Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you. Now the central Florida community builders, we've got just a couple yeah. of minutes before our next break. Uh, tell us a little bit about how people, if they are, uh, the leading or involved in a nonprofit, how can they get involved?
2: Well, just very simply right now, they can call me again and with that same, that phone, same number, phone number. Just give me a call. Let me know who you are uh, and I'll send you some, some information. Uh, honestly, like I said, there's no no strings. It's free. We will ask though that you promote us, that you put us in a newsletter or, you know, just include us in social media for the event. Mm-hmm. Um And a couple of other things, but it's not arduous, and it's things that you'd probably want to do anyway. Uh, But it it allows us to promote the station; we get a bigger reach that way. But uh, we definitely, you know, we definitely want to be there to help organizations as they're ministering to the homeless, hapless, helpless everybody in Central Florida that they they minister to. We want to help them.
1: We do. We want to partner with these people mm-hmm. and that would include churches as well. We would love sure. to help out if there if your church is doing something special, we would want to hear from you and you can give us a call.
2: And by the way, this is not just putting you in a community calendar that rotates. We're going to give you 30 second produced ads and we're going to give you copies of the ads so you can use them in other places. But it'll be actual produced ads, plus being interviewed by Mike and uh, a few other things. So again, just give a give us a holler and let's talk about
1: it. Well, Mark can give you all the details. The Central Florida Community Builders—that's the name of this initiative—and we're so excited about it. And we hope that we get to touch a lot of people. Uh, Mark can give you all those details. Again, you can also write me at M Gilland. That's G I L L A N D. M. Gilland at markradio.com and uh, you can uh, also call our office at this phone number 407-752-9828 and leave a message on that machine we'd love to hear from you my guest for one more segment he'll be back mark goldstein and we'll uh, join mark again in just a moment you're on afternoons with mike
0: If you need help with your bookkeeping but can't afford to hire a full-time employee, The Good Books Company is your answer. The Good Books Company is a total bookkeeping solution. Working with most industries and offering a free, no-obligation discovery session. The Good Books Company can help you clean up and catch up on all your bookkeeping needs. Visit them at goodbooks.com. That's goodbooks.com. Or call 321-356-0774. That's 321-356-0774.
1: Palm Beach Atlantic University, Orlando, offers three distinct areas of study. An evening Master's of Science in Clinical Mental Health Counseling, an evening Bachelor's of Science in Human Services, and our new Daytime Bachelor's of Science in Nursing. All of our courses are offered at our beautiful campus on Millennia Boulevard. For more information or to schedule a tour, call 844-PBA-ORLANDO. That's 844-PBA-ORLANDO. Are you looking for the right franchise to open your own business? Green Flag Franchise has the experience and knowledge to help match your business plan with your goals and values. Is your business ready to become a franchise? Green Flag Franchise will help you explore the potential and benefits of franchising your existing company. For a free consultation and coaching, visit GreenFlagFranchise.com. That's GreenFlagFranchise.com. Back again here on The Shepherd Afternoons with Mike. Mike Gillen here with Mark Goldstein. Mark is uh, the guy who we've been talking about, the host of what will be a new radio show every Saturday morning, starting the first Saturday in August at 10.05 a.m. It will be a 25-minute program that will be called The Shepherd at Work. Mark, you wrote a book, and I know that... uh, Jackie, Jacqueline Lynn was also involved with you on this, and the book was kind of almost like a template of some of the things that you're going to be talking about and with people on this program, right?
2: It's Work as Worship, How Your Labor Becomes Your Legacy.
1: Work as Worship.
2: Yeah, so we're going to be talking a little about that, and I may actually offer uh, free copies of those to folks who are listening, so Mm. again, stay tuned.
0: All right.
1: So Mark, would you ever get pushback from people? Because there's so many people that think, you know, you can't blend or you shouldn't blend your faith. Uh, there's a lot of secular people who would say, you know, you're, you don't, don't talk about your faith here. We get that kind of pushback in our culture. Do you get that ever from believers who are wondering if they should look at their workplace as a, as a uh, fertile ground for evangelism or worship?
2: Well, I think that's a mandate we as believers, like you mentioned earlier, we spend a lion's share of our week in the marketplace mm-hmm. so if uh, if we're to be salt and light, if we believe the great commission, if we know that God gives us talents gifts, and abilities that we're supposed to use our hands and work when you put it all together um what else would we be doing in the marketplace other than being Christ in the marketplace, letting him reflect, reflecting him, right? People see him, not us kind of thing.
1: You know, when you look at acts two and the words of Jesus right before he is ascending into heaven and he gives the disciples who were gathered there. Now, these people had been with him since the crucifixion for 40 days and he's getting ready to go to the father and they're there, and that's when he's telling us that we're going to be his witnesses. There was no mention of separation of of workplace and faith in that, right?
2: But there is something that it says in there that we often overlook. It says, and some doubted. Mm. When they all got together right before he ascended, it says they were there, and some doubted. Hmm. And that's who we're talking to. We're talking to those who believe, but maybe at an arm's length. Mm -hmm. They believe, but they don't want to immerse. They want to keep their faith at arm's length. I mean, we know that there's there are Christians that will see more (laughs) the talents kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but the reality is, as a mandate, as a Christian, we are you know, we're, we're
1: commanded, commanded to be a witness. Yeah. And it's not an option. It's really not an option.
2: Well, And if it shouldn't, we shouldn't even see it as an obligation. We should see it as an honor and a privilege. I mean, my goodness, Mike, you and I, and everybody listening, if they're believers, we have an inheritance. We're royalty. Mm-hmm. Our inheritance, as Peter tells us in First Peter, our inheritance is in heaven right now. That is, it, it, you know, that it, we're assured of that. We have the Holy Spirit as a guarantee of that inheritance. I mean, my goodness, we are sons and daughters of God. Shouldn't we act that
1: way? You know, there's a there was a teacher, a preacher years ago. I'm I'm uh, not drawing his name just exactly but he talked about the difference in living as an a kind of almost like a, an a adopted person not seeing themselves as part of the family uh, we could see ourselves as a servant and not a son that's so important that every believer recognizes that they are called into the family and our adoption has made us to be joint heirs Absolutely. with Jesus that, so we, we've got to get that mentality out that we're not just a servant. We're not just an, an underling or someone that's outside the camp, get, kind of warming our hands to what the Lord is saying. No, we're right there. We're called to be a part.
2: Well, it's like a suitcase mentality. When we travel and we stay in a hotel, we pretty much live out of the suitcase. They give us dresser drawers. They give us hangers. They give us all kinds of stuff to where we could move in. Yeah. But we live out of our suitcase because we know we're there temporarily. We need to have a mindset that we're living on this earth out of a suitcase. The kingdom of man is a suitcase. We're just abiding here now. Yeah. but Where we're our home and where our whole thoughts, uh, motives, intentions is in the kingdom of God.
1: You know, I heard something that was so encouraging recently. And it was an analogy about an ambassador and what an ambassador does when they are there. They're representing the values. They're representing the leadership of their home while they're in a foreign land. And in a real way, that's exactly why we should be seeing ourselves as an ambassador because our true citizenship as a believer is in heaven already. And we're here right now kind of as a pilgrim going through the process of life, but it is temporary. There's a day that our full and, and true citizenship will be realized when we are there with him.
2: And that's what we're going to be talking about on The Shepherd at Work, how to take all of that and effectively minister where you're working. Could you imagine if you were a car salesman?
1: I thought the, about being one one time.
2: Well, at the end of the day, when you say, well, gosh, I sold 5,000 cars in my career. That's pretty good. But what if you could say, I had the privilege of of ministering to 5,000 people? Mm-hmm. And the truth is, that doesn't mean that you got to do a Bible study, you got to walk them all, the, the sinner's prayer and all that. It's, did you have an effect in the process of that person coming to the Lord—did were you part of the story in moving the person forward? Right. I mean, so it, that's what we we're going to talk about on the show: how to move the needle forward.
1: You know, I had world. recently one of your clients that uh, you have sponsoring our program. Mm-hmm. He was up here with his son, E. C. Waters, uh-huh. uh, and they were here. That's the uh, air-conditioning income, yeah. Yeah, they were both up here and it was really, really a lot of fun to have them up and to talk about their impact of doing business in a God-fearing way and a God-honoring way and what it does to people when they get to be with a person who has a conscience, a person who is living their own personal life and applying that personal life and the values that guide that personal life. Uh, how it impacts and changes the way their customers have an experience. And that's a
2: great illustration because when they came out to my house recently, you know, when an an air conditioning contractor or or a repair person comes out to your house, you're probably not in a good frame of mind. Mm -hmm. Especially right now, if it's 90s out and your air conditioner has been out for a while, you're not in a good place their staff when they come out the first thing they do before ministering to or taking care of the equipment is they minister to the individual to get them in a better place to reassure them it's going to be okay that they're there for for them i'm not doing a commercial for them but i mean mm-hmm. that is a great illustration of how you can live out your experience your faith in the marketplace that guy didn't have to say he was a Christian, right? He just ministered to my needs. Yeah. So it was Christ there touching me when I, where I needed.
1: I like that old, um, kind of an illustration that says, if you were arrested for being a believer, would there be enough evidence that people would be able to convict use you? to convict yeah. you to say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that guy's a believer. Here's yeah. how I know. Yeah. that's that should really we should all be convicted mm. of being a believer very easily, very quickly.
2: And here's our challenge. In the world, we're seeing more and more clutter. I mean, we talked about it before we went on the all all the the way the adversary is really attacking every aspect of our society. Mm-hmm. Well, the more clutter, the more chaos, the more we need to rise above that, the more the more we need. To engage with the Lord to, mm-hmm. to to immerse in the Lord to where our we don't we cast our cares on him yeah and we're living in the world but it isn't affecting us because mm-hmm. we know our eternal you know the the eternal assurance is that we're not going to be here that long
1: you know that I had a week about a a month ago or so that I had a number of Uh, guests in one week all used the same quote from Blaise pascal and that was this whole there's in all of us a god-shaped void that can only be answered by god there that is so true if that has ever been true and it is it's especially true in america today boy do people out there they're hurting we're all hurting with inflation we're hurting with what seems to be a daily onslaught of what was American values now kind of being thrown out in favor of what are Marxist ideals that are being purported, not from some outsider, from our government for crying out loud. And, you know, you mentioned getting our blood pressure up. It's easy to get your blood pressure up, but we have to remember to keep our faith in the Lord that he, at the end of the day, is going to see us through.
2: I forget where in the scripture it, is. it says he puts eternity in our hearts. Hmm. So we have the longing for that. It's a mystery, but it's a longing. So I'm longing for that mystery. And as long as I believe in the Lord and I know what he says is true, I know that the mystery will be solved and my longing will be fulfilled. Yeah. yeah. And that's the hope. That's that's what keeps me going when I look at all of the, in fact, I try not to look at that and just focus on that which is eternal right? and the end game, if you will.
1: When you talk about that which is eternal, it's one thing to say that when you're healthy and you're young, but uh, my mother, on the morning that she was taken to the hospital for her last ride, uh, she knew that something was seriously wrong with her and she was at a church service and said to those around her, my sister included, I'm I'm ready to go if this is it. I'm ready to go. That's the way we want to live. We don't know when that day is going to come. Sometimes it happens to people much sooner than they think it will. But we need to be ready. We need to know who owns eternity, and we need to represent him every day. The Shepherd at Work is going to be a program that will help you. Be a witness for the Lord at, at your workplace. Uh, and uh, I think you're going to find it very helpful. Starts on the 6th of August at 10.05. Mark Goldstein will be leading this. Mark, give us uh, your uh, your email address first of all.
2: It's mark.goldstein, G-O-L-D-S-T-E-I-N, and that's Mark with a K. Uh, mark.goldstein at Mark radio and that's mark with a C, C.
1: boy we've got both of them right, covered that's in there
2: marc <laughs> radio.com
1: that's great and we're looking forward to it you can uh, also keep up with all this we'll have it on our our uh, website as well at the mark Goldstein we can't wait for the show thank you for being with me today
2: was this is the fastest hour of the week. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it really is. It's already over. Friends, we thank you for listening. We'll see you next time right here on The Shepherd.